Yoga teachers, mindfulness leaders, and energy workers, are you ready to stop side hustling and start making an income doing what you love? Welcome to the Marketing Off the Map podcast. Every Tuesday and Thursday, we'll dive into conversations with successful creatives in wellness, business, marketing, and more to uncover practical methods to take you from A to B and have some fun along the way. My name is Jessica Cross, and I'm so excited to be here with you. Let's dive in. Welcome back to another episode. It's Jess, and this is Marketing Off the Mat. I'm thrilled to be sharing this conversation that I had with my friend, Cassie Payton. Cassie is a copywriter and the founder of Metal and Tonic. She creates potent stories for gutsy entrepreneurs. She also helps service providers whose messaging is bland, out of date, or even spineless, write website and email marketing copy that's punchy, powerful, and persuasive so they can attract more dream clients and run the businesses that they love. She uses strategy and empathy and takes values-first approach to help you unlock the language that makes your dream clients be a little obsessed with you. And this is all about branding, my friends. Branding is much more than just the beautiful colors, the logo, the fonts. We dive way deep into defining values and how it affects and helps you create copy that tells your story and attracts the type of students and clients that you want to work with. I know you're going to love Cassie as much as I do. Let's take a listen. Hey, Cassie, how are you? I'm so good, Jessica. How are you doing? Great. Thanks for being here today. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to talk today. Oh my gosh, yes. Um, I love everything that you're you're bringing into the world, and I know this is going to be such a helpful conversation for not only me, but everybody who's listening today, too. So thanks for taking the time. Absolutely. So, okay, tell me a little bit about you, like, tell me about your career journey and how it brought you to where you are today. Sure. Yeah, it has been a journey. Um, I've, I've been a writer in so many capacities for over a decade. I was a journalist for many years. I worked in marketing. I did a lot of freelancing, you name it. Um, I did all types of writing and, um, back in the day, didn't really have a niche. Um, And then I actually spent about five years in real estate on the support side. So very much behind the scenes, uh, which was amazing for building up uh, business chops. And, um, but I finally decided that I was ready to build a full-time business of my own. I really wanted to meet other like-minded business owners and help them tell their stories in a way that just, you know, helps them stand out and be true to themselves. Uh, Cause that's my jam. So um, I uh, left the full-time job earlier this year and have been rocking and rolling ever since. Oh, good for you. I, I know it's so, at least from my personal experience to step out of the full-time world and into your own thing. It's like all the feelings, exciting and exhilarating, terrifying and (laughs) everything in between. All in one hour. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Definitely a roller coaster per hour. (laughs) So cool. Well, okay. So you've always been a writer. You've used that in various ways through journalism career and then also helping, um, you know, from a real estate side of things. What made you get into writing for other businesses? Like what, what, 
brought you into that and what made you so passionate about writing copy with them? Yeah. Well, you know, I realized like when I thought about all of the skills that I've gained from all of the roles I've had um, and the things that I was not only good at, but really enjoyed because sometimes it's hard to separate those two. Um, but I really, really enjoyed like one-on-one -on -one conversations very much like this, where you're just connecting with somebody you've never met before. And ideally, hopefully they're really passionate about what they do and that comes through and you get to be the one to help them like make that come out on the page and speak to their ideal clients. Like that just, I, that, that is so fun for me. Um, and I really, I thrive in those like copywriting brief conversations where it's like, I'm gonna dig a little further. I'm gonna dig a little further and pull out the details that make um, any entrepreneur or business owner unique and interesting, you know, whatever it is that lights them up. Um, and I just felt like website copy, first of all, it's one of the most important places to have really high quality copy. Um, and then of course, email marketing, right? Which is that ongoing relationship building avenue. Um, it just, it made a whole lot of sense. And I, I have found it to be extremely rewarding, um, especially just when you have that moment where a client's like, that's exactly what I would have written if I could have written that. Um, I want to give everyone that kind of feeling, um, yeah. whether, they, wh whether they work with me or not to help them get there. Yeah, absolutely. It's like you, it, it's almost like you're too close to it when you're yeah. the business owner for, to be able to verbalize or, you know, put it down, um, keyboard to, to, uh, laptop or whatever that is. And, um, it's, a uh, it's nice to have kind of that impartial person who's an expert and bringing all of that vernacular and to say exactly what you want to say. That's, that's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. It takes, it takes time, you know, it, it takes trial and error. Um, but it, it is so important because everything that sells, you know, your services or your brand, whatever it is, everything that sells comes down to relationships and words. So relationships, meaning like the actions that you follow through on, you know, with the promises you make to your clients or your audience. Um, but, you know, stories sell, sales pages sell, your calls to action sell, and copy is the foundational element in all of those things. And luckily, you know, everyone can write words, which is great because it means that when you are just starting out in your business, you can DIY that for a while and it can get you pretty far. Um, but as you go on in your business, you know, not everyone knows how to write compelling copy. So it's just part of my job as a copywriter to really demonstrate the value of that and what powerful copy can do for your business. Mm, yeah, it, it's almost, it's almost nice. Like you said, that we all have the ability, many of us have the ability to write and communicate in a way that it is in the visual form. And then, like you said, takes us a long way in our business. It takes us, um, you know, it, and it gives us something to edit. Mm -hmm. And when you're having someone like you, who's an expert in, in writing compelling copy, as you said, it's like, okay, now, now we have a framework. Like, how do we, how do we fine tune that? Right. Exactly. Yeah. So 
we talked a little bit in a previous conversation about defining your values. And so what, what is it about defining our values that improves our copy and how is that important to our business? Yeah. Well, I think, um, you know, it, it all ties into branding obviously. And, um, which again, is not something everyone who, you know, is maybe just starting out or still relatively new. That's not, that's not the first thing most of us think of, or if we do, we're thinking about logos and fonts and colors and things like that. But branding is, is so much more. It's, it's an experience people have with your business. It's the promise you make to them and follow through on or not. And not every brand does follow through on their promises. Um, and it's the story or a narrative you um, and your customers create around that experience. So, and that's all very abstract seeming at first. Um, but if you start by defining your values, then that gives you a, a jumping off point for every other task in branding your business. And I think it's one of the easier, more accessible things to do because um, it informs everything else and you can access that information yourself because it's, it's something that's already in you basically. Yeah. You just kind of have to uncover it. What's important yes. to you. How do I communicate that? Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's important too, because, you know, more than ever people care a lot about spending their money with values-driven businesses. Um, so like, this is not just an exercise for big brands. Like you, you do see those bigger corporations and they have those very stodgy, you know, pages where it's like, these are our values. And meanwhile, you know, they're like exploiting their laborers left and right, right? Like sometimes that's what we think of when we think of companies with values and it, it can ring very false. So that's what we're not about here. Um, we want to make sure that, you know, our values are true to who you actually are. But I think it was uh, totally Taryn, social media strategist, uh, really awesome. She and her team, they recently shared a stat on their Instagram that says 80% of millennials uh, say that making the world a better place is one of their top priorities. And that they actually prefer to work with brands who have values or a bigger purpose. So it really is important because I think increasingly people really care. Mm, 80%. That is a huge stat. And yeah, yeah I mean, if, if you think about it, we buy from people. We, we buy from people and not really brands. It's, it's the value behind that brand. It's the person who is sharing what is important to them and what they want to bring into the world that makes you want to buy from them. It makes you want to support their business. It makes you um, feel more connected to them and their message. And it's, it's less about, like we were saying, the, the logo and the colors and the fonts and all the beauty around that brand, but it's that message that comes like, from the deeply held values that really makes the difference in that partnership. Definitely. Yeah, I think you said it perfectly. Like what you just described about how we make decisions about who to buy from or work with, like it, it rings true for me. You know, I, I, I'm excited to invest in myself or my business or whatever it is when I feel that personal connection with the person 
who's selling it to me. I'm like, yeah, you're awesome. Like I, I love your transparency or your quirks or whatever it might be. And, um, that's how, that's often what leads me to a decision to work with them over somebody else who offers the exact same service because, you know, on, on the surface, two service providers can look very much alike, but they're, they can be completely different experiences. 100%. I love the way you said that. And it, it's, it's their humanness. It's their energy that you're kind of resonating with. And even though they're you know, we're probably a lot of yoga teachers listening today. And it's, I mean, there's a ton of yoga teachers out in the world right now. And there probably will continue to be just given how the business is. Um, It's, it's the same thing as when we're talking about who we are and why, why we are, why we offer it is what we offer. And saying that next to another teacher or another, uh, you know, wellness provider, whatever it is that, you know, you specifically do, it's, it's not that you guys are in competition with one another. It's just that your energy and your brand says something a little bit different that might resonate better with me. And the next teacher might resonate better with Cassie or whomever, exactly. it, you know, whoever it is. I love that. Yeah, definitely. Right. I mean, if you're, if you're not turning somebody off, then maybe you haven't really tapped into your identity and your branding as much as you should, because we're never going to peel appeal to everyone. So we shouldn't try. We've got to be really specific about who we are and what we're not too. You nailed it. It's, there's this, um, I don't know. I I talk about it sometimes on social media or in in different podcast episodes too. But if we think about um, these vanity numbers and followerships on our Instagram account, for instance, it's like, we see people that have hundreds of thousands of followers and you're like, well, I have 700 followers. Like, you know, my value is different as a person, but it's actually no, because you want people that are engaged with you. You you don't want just a swath of people because like you said, that hundred thousand followers may not have been turned off by that account in any way. So maybe they're not actually in plugged in with that account in any way. Also, they're just a number in, in this sea of people. They're not actually buying. So yeah, unfollows are welcome too. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) exactly. You may see yourself out and no hard feelings. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. There's there's somebody out there that can help you for sure. And it doesn't have to be me. (laughs) It can be someone else, right? (laughs) Yes, and my dog barking in the background agrees. (laughs) (laughs) Good, I'm so glad. That's when you know it's gonna be a good episode. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so tell me, specifically for yoga teachers and other wellness business leaders that are listening, how can they go through and define their values so they can write better copy? Do you have a couple of tips for us? I do. I do. So, um, I, I'm really big on journaling. Um, and if you are too, I I think that's a great way to go because you can kind of skim back through your notes, um, and look for themes, but you know, you can also talk it out with somebody else or do a voice memo. Um, just start having a conversation with yourself basically and ask yourself, um, a handful of questions. So starting with, you know, what, what values are important to you personally? Um, because if you are somebody who, you know, if you're the face of your brand or you, are the main point of contact in your brand. Um, It makes a lot of sense that your personal values are are going to come through in your business. 
they might not be exactly the same. You might have personal values that don't apply in your business and that's fine, but it's a good place to start. And um, I would just say that make sure when you do this exercise, like write down as many words that come to mind uh, and then try to then pare that down. Um, make sure that the words you do choose, and we'll talk more about paring them down in a moment, um, but make sure that when you do that, you're choosing words that are true to you and your actions and that they're not purely aspirational um, because it's very easy to kind of see what other people in our space are doing or talking about and feel like you have to do or say those things too. Um, but if it's not something you're practicing, then it's, it's going to ring false. So, and I do mean practicing, like it, you don't have to be the perfect embodiment of your value of say transparency, right? We don't, we don't need it, you to put everything out there or it could be a challenge for you, but it's something that's important to you and you actively practice in your life. Um, so start there and then also revisit your, you know, some people call it your big why, but essentially why you got into business for yourself, because that also reveals a lot about what you value, right? So for someone like me, I, I, you know, wanted to, um, leave my safe, secure, full-time job to start this business because freedom was something I really valued, uh, the freedom to, work with the people I want to and do the kind of work that lights me up and work when feels good for me. Right. Um, so that's just one example. Um, and then from there, I like to get a little bit more specific and look at the work for in your day to day. So what do you enjoy most about your work and be extremely specific, like get down to the tiniest moments in your business, you know, those tiny, but powerful, impactful moments where you're like, oh, I love this, you know, and it could be like when you were teaching someone and, and they get it and, you know, you have that moment of connection or it could be you know, it could be any number of things, but like, look for those moments where you're like, I am on a hundred percent right now, because that's revealing something about yourself and what's important to you. Um, also write down or think about what you do differently from other people in your space. Any point of differentiation is worth highlighting. Um, it, there's nothing too small or too big. We all have different approaches to the same, um, you know, service that, that we offer, um, or, or thing we do in our business. Um, and that one is really worth, like, it can be hard. I know it's really hard to figure out, well, I don't know, we all, we all do the same thing, but what you might not be considering is, you know, the things you do that you don't even know your client's value. And which leads me to my next tip of look at your testimonials or interview your clients and ask them, you know, what was your experience? Like, what did you, what did you value from this? What did you get out of it? What did you like about it? 
And you might be surprised by some of the themes that emerge and, you know, and realize like, oh, I'm actually most often complimented on, you know, this, this aspect is like, I didn't even think of that. That's not something I would think to market or advertise as something I do, but um, not everyone offers that and people seem to really appreciate that. Um, so once you have kind of looked at all of these questions and really like word vomit on the page, if you are writing about this, you know, like just get it all out. Like this is not a time to judge your own writing. This is just for you, but then go back and notice all of the words or ideas or themes that frequently come up and highlight them, circle them, and, and just start to notice those patterns because this is where your values are revealed to you. And then you may need to narrow it down. So you, you might use the word transparency and honesty and vulnerability. So clearly there's something there that's important to you, but pick one of those words. Um, and ideally, you know, once you really start to narrow it down, ideally you have no more than three to five, maybe six, but once you get there, you know, I think the more values you have, the more uh, diluted they become, the less impactful. So really challenge yourself to narrow that down. And that's how you define your values. Oh, that's so actionable and applicable. Anybody who's listening right now could grab their journal or random sheet of paper and just start brain dumping and look for trends. And I love what you said about asking your clients what resonated for them with whatever your service was. It, 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 for me, that's always been, like you said, kind of a, the most revealing. You're like, oh, I actually didn't even realize that was something that was important. Or um, sometimes it's so obvious to you because it's just who you are. It's that thing that's shiny and resonates with other people and draws them in. You're like, oh, <laughs> that? <laughs> right. <laughs> really? It seems so obvious. But for other people, they're like, no, like, I don't know how to do that. Or, you know, the way that you approach this just makes so much more sense to me. And that's like where your kind of your zone of genius is. I love, I love the way that you said that. That's and it just taking it and not filtering yourself at first, like just let it all come out so you can see as you said the values be revealed to you instead of you hunting for them so so hard so so um hungrily as you're looking for them right exactly and i think you know by doing that exercise it's it's really it's a really good way to challenge yourself to start thinking about these types of branding questions if you haven't already um and even if you have it's also really good to revisit you know, every year or so, or more, you know, more often than that, if you're rebranding or something like that, um, because the longer you're in business, the more you learn about uh, what you love about being in business for yourself and who you love working with and all of that. So anytime you are making those changes to your business or your offers, like it's, it's good to revisit your values. And in fact, I have my values taped up to my desktop. Like they are there in front of me every single day to remind me like, hey, this is what it's all about. This is why you're doing this. And it, are, are they represented in every aspect of how you run your business, market yourself, all of the rest? Like it, it really impacts 
every aspect of your business um, and including your copy. Mm, yeah, it's, 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 it's deeper and wider than just the copy. It's, it's yeah. interwoven into everything that you do and it can even help you, I imagine, make decisions. Like, is this a good fit for a client or is this the right avenue for me to put an offer out there, a course, or, uh, you know, should I take this class and add it to my weekly schedule is, you know, just all of those things. It's like, if you have it taped up on your desktop, just like you said, it's like, well, when in doubt, you know, <laughs> look back and, and revisit. I, I, I love that too. It's like, once it's not a one and done, your business no. grows and evolves and so do you. Exactly. Yes. And, you know, as far as like using all of this to improve your copy and anything you're doing, it's obviously, it's, it's only the first step, right? Like this, it gets into bigger questions of, I think, you know, defining your brand voice, which is its own process, but, um, this makes the rest of that just so much easier um, and sometimes if you're not sure, like, okay, well, I've, I've got these values and I know something about my copy needs to change, but I'm still not sure how to like take this and improve the words on my website. For example, sometimes it's actually easier to go back and see what's not working currently. Um, so if you take this new lens through which to look at all of your copy or marketing, um, go and, and look at the things that don't really, you know, vibe with your values that, that no longer fit essentially. Um, so, you know, that way, if you're having a hard time, like, well, I don't know what is better, go find the things that definitely don't work and then just play, like play with words. Like what are, what are other words I could use here? Um, what words are, feel like something I would number one, actually say, right. Cause some of us get so caught up in like sounding professional, whatever that means, um, <laughs> actually like write down some words that, uh, align with the values you've chosen for yourself and just make it an experiment, like come up with your branded language list. I did that. Um, and once you like go down that rabbit hole, it's actually really fun and you can have sort of like your word bank to go to. Um, I recommend powerthesaurus. I think it's .org. Um, if you are not a wordsmith, go there and see what else comes up. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's so fun. I, I love deep diving into this thesaurus and see if there's a better <laughs> way to say what I'm trying to say. And then also too, you find words, as you said, that you would never say. <laughs> there's a lot out there too. So you're just, yeah, it's a fine line. It's like, it's a good question to ask. It's like, is this something I would actually say in conversation or in my stories or something like that? And then, you know, yeah. try it on and, and decide <laughs> from there, but yeah, always read it out loud. If you're like, oh, oh, that sounds awful. I can't even bring myself to say that like a normal person. <laughs> That's how you know, like maybe it's not quite you yet. Yes. Yeah. Or at all, if ever. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's so generous. It's a really great process. Thank you for sharing that with us. Of course. 
So if you could go back, and I know that's it's only been a few months since you officially, <laughs> officially started your business, but there's so many months and years in, prior to that as you were working in your previous careers, previous versions of you. So I know you have a lot of experience to draw upon, but if there was something that you could go back at any point throughout your career journey and tell yourself that would save yourself a headache or a sleepless night that you could share with us today and maybe help somebody who's listening, what would that be? Definitely. Yes. I will say this to uh, my younger self for sure, but yeah, also the earliest version of this business. It's not that old, but I think it's, um, you know, stop looking at what everyone else is doing um, because it's so easy to compare yourself and absorb the language or commonly held beliefs uh, of other people in your industry. Um, But then you just end up sounding like a clone. And I think there's a very fine line between research and letting other people in your industry dictate what you're about. Um, you know, be introspective. Yes, be curious, um, but be curious about yourself and people you actually want to emulate and most importantly, your ideal client Um, and be willing to be rebellious if you hear ideas or see language where you're like, you know, is that who I have to be to, to make this work? Because absolutely not. Absolutely not. If you feel any any kind of resistance uh, to something you hear or see, follow that resistance and define your own thing for yourself. Mm, that is such good advice. There is a wealth of information out there, and it's it's a blessing, and also sometimes it can feel like a curse because we start to try things on. And it can get a little muddy exactly like who we are and what we, what we want to say, especially if we've not gone through a process like defining your values. Um, And even, even then, you know, we sometimes get on a windy path and, and things become a little less clear. It's such good advice to say like be rebellious and know that you don't have to sound like anybody else in your niche or anybody else other than you. And it can take some time also to figure out what that voice is. I I think there's a quote by, uh, I think it's Miles Davis. It says, man, it takes a long time to sound like yourself. So you have to filter through all of that. So when you said that, I was like, oh, there's that quote. It's, it's, um, and I think it's true. So that's really generous advice. Thank you. Awesome. You're so welcome. I'm glad it's helpful. And I love that quote. That is a great quote. Such a good one. Yeah. Well, what do you have coming up? I hear you have something in the works coming up this month. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So I will be hosting uh, my second ever copy hot seat uh, in November this month. So this is basically a hot seat is like a live workshop and copy review for anyone who's brave enough to get in the hot seat and would like uh, professional copywriters eyes on their website. And it's actually a ton of fun. People walk away with personal recommendations for their website copy and quick wins and things they can go do and fix right now. Um, and in this hot seat, we're going to be focusing on your about page 
which is commonly the second most read page of every website. Um, and it's a really great, great place to actually highlight your values. So it's an important one. And um, if you follow me on Instagram, you can find the details about that at the link in my bio. Awesome. And we'll be sure to put a link in the show notes too, so people can check that out and, and follow you over on Instagram for all of your wisdom and, and magic that you've got going on there too. It's awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time and all of the wisdom that you shared today. It's, it's just been such a pleasure. And now I'm curious about that copywriting hot seat. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome to join. <laughs> thank well, you, Jessica. Yeah. This has been so much fun and I love talking with you. Yeah, likewise. Well, we may have to have you back on and, and, and see what else you have to share with us. There's just so much in the copywriting world and I know you have much to share. So Oh, that chat was so great with Cassie. I just learned so much and I hope that you did as well. Definitely check out the show notes for a link to her copywriting hot seat. That sounds incredible. And I'm curious about it myself. I'd love to get her expert eyes on my about page. So I hope that you check it out. Follow her at Metal and Tonic and send her a DM too if you have any questions about copywriting or defining your values. I hope you enjoyed this episode just as much as I did. I'll catch you on the next one. Thanks for listening to the Marketing Off the Map podcast. I love hanging with you as we figure this thing out together. Do you have an idea or something to share with me? Send me a DM on Instagram and at jessicacross.co and let me know what's on your mind. I'd be so grateful if you shared this with someone who could use this episode. And if you get a chance, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Catch you on the next episode. See ya.